You ask for it, I always deliver. Welcome to the Real Housewives of Melbourne exclusive podcast. What you're going to find is this podcast is exactly like my Twitter page. So we're going to be breaking down juicy exclusives, production insight, and just recapping the show. I have a lot of opinions and I'm going to speak my mind. So sit back, grab your wine and relax. We're going to get straight into it. There is so much drama heating up on episode six of The Real Housewives of Melbourne. Guys, who knew that vaginas and text messages would cause so much drama? We're gonna be breaking it down, so buckle up. (laughs) That was a stupid sound. Well, this segment really combines my two favorite things, vaginas and art. Yes, that's right, peoples. It's Gamble's art exhibition for her father. Tonight is a huge night for me. After 10 years of restoring my father's artwork, I'm finally holding a private exhibition in his honour for my friends. Welcome back, Dad. So it obviously starts off with the ladies arriving and some of them were a little bit, um, I guess, intrigued as to what they will see, but I don't think they expected what they first saw. Guys, it's Gamble. Of course she's going to do something. Trust Gamble to be up to something that is no good. We didn't know we had to draw the art, though. That's really freaking me out. I'm only kidding. My dad's works next door. (laughs) She just wants to mess with us. I thought you were going to make us draw dicks and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm putting the rumours about having sex parties to bed once and for all, so did our girls naked man on a couch. So this naked man comes out and for starters I was like, Jesus Christ, who is this, Gollum? Like, look, I was a bit scared, a bit scared. I was like, what the fuck is going to go on here? And then obviously she hands him the bunny and he strips down and everybody's like, oh my God, that dick. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just thought you probably shouldn't look right at it, should you? Like you probably shouldn't be looking right at his willy. That's the biggest bunny I've seen for a while, just let me tell you. Billy, control my pencil. We're not meant to be focusing on dicks. This is about vaginas. Get with it. I think it was, uh, I think it was Jackie's had uh, a a pretty big penis. Um, It just kind of looked like a long nose, like those penis nose monkeys. Gamble's definitely a 10 out of 10. Simone, you're a 7 out of 10. And uh, I'd be a bloody zero, minus zero out of 10. (laughs) No, this this is the winner. (laughs) The ladies then transition into the gallery and wow, the artwork is absolutely beautiful. I loved the way that it just kind of, I don't know, the, the color really popped. I think the artist that Gamble collaborated with to to help put this together really did a great job. And we saw that vulnerable moment with Gamble where she was talking to Rick. The one person who really gets me is my husband and he knows how important this has been for me and how hard it has been for me. I mean, before I saw all of the work together, I I didn't know if I was losing my mind. Uh, it's been an obsession. Campbell's father died about 20 years ago and, uh, and she hadn't seen him very much and I think, I think his death was very upsetting too. The last thing he said to me was, you have beautiful eyes. And I said to him, I said, Dad, I'm going to make you famous one day. I think he'd be really proud that she's put his art on display 
on such a huge platform. You know, that was the goal. Gamble said, Dad, I want to make you famous. And, and she's absolutely done that. So that was really nice. I've fulfilled my promise to my father. And now I can put this project to rest. It's almost like I'm liberated. Now, onto that scandalous text message. Ooh. <laughs> what the fuck? This whole time, I feel like there's just been this superior attitude. And that just came through in the text message, right? She said, basically, we're beneath her and that oh. she's never been so bored in her life. So why does she want to be our friend? No, and then the following day, I was going to sit down and she was going to it's come ridiculous. to my home and then she stood me up. And hey, I hey, hey, come on, Gamble, she was sick. She was fake sick in my That's life. That's not true. We'll give, the, we'll give a very emotional text to Simone who has a boy brain. She'll be able to read it a little less emotionally than me. So she's written here in capital letters, confidentially, read the group. It's all, you all have fake fights and you have fake fun. It's getting me down. I'm just dying for something that means anything genuine. This is the most bored I've ever been in TV. And that's coming from someone who spent 20 years discussing the Israelis in the Palestines. Oh, come on. There was a bit of a debate online asking whether Gamble should or shouldn't have shown that text message. Angelie would have done the same thing. We're on a reality TV show. If you're filming a show, you know you've got to make the drama, so you've just got to do it. I think it made for great TV, um, and I think it really showed the ladies how Angelie felt, um, given her experience on the show. Jackie has gone to meet up with Cherry, and Cherry's boxing. She's boxing hard. She's doing good. Shows she can do the namaste, and I'm gonna beat a bitch. Jackie and Cherry have a bit of a sit down, and Jackie's expressing her concerns about Angelie. I feel a bit disappointed, Angelie. Me, why? personally. Like, I really do, and I don't feel like that about many what, people. Uh, why, Jackie? What's because happened? Because I felt that. Angelie and I, this is me talking from my opinion, yeah. we're getting along. And I felt like a genuine, a connection was starting to yeah. form. I know that Angelie has said that she is bored. bored and frustrated and just kind of has never been so bored ever. What is she bored from? That's what I need to find. The she company, the, the present company. When you've heard these things being read out and you hear how Angelie really feels, it's gonna upset you. So her being open and honest about her concerns and how she's feeling is totally justified. I think the most important conversation was Kyla and Angelie. Now, Kyla arrived at Angelie's production purchased house. Yes, we know you don't own it, you sham. All the furniture, the, even down to the fruit bowl, was in there because that's what the real estate agent put in there when they staged the apartment. So you can put your Donna Hay cookbooks and all the fucking cutlery you like, we know now. You don't own it. Gamble decided that she would break your trust and started reading some of the text messages that you and her had exchanged. At the top of this particular message, I had written in capital letters, confidentially. So I, I actually can't blame her for reading it out because I don't think she knows what confidentially means. I've had, you know, 25 years in the top tiers of global media. Yeah, sometimes I find the experience of being in the group boring. The conversations were very boring. These people are brainless. Oh, it was just, I'm like, I get you're upset. And there were some iconic moments, but mm, maybe lay off a little bit. 
she stands by what she says. She's not really phased about how it's coming across on the show. So, I mean, I guess she is saying how she feels. With Gamble, you go in as great and you come out like a freaking razor. <laughs> Seriously. But she's totally incapable. Like, ooh, that was, <laughs> that was rough. Like, really rough. And poor Gamble, like, I, I actually felt sorry for her in that thing because she wanted to stand up for her friends. So to defend herself, Angeli decided to bring up the text messages and read them out to Kyla. Here's though, all the, the missed calls from her. Um, and then she was stalky, stalky, tell you talky. You're an idiot. Whatever really is that your best? You're a moron. <gasps> I don't know about you, but if you watch that scene back, do you notice that Angelie is scrolling up. She kind of made it out like Gamble had just said, you're a moron, you're an idiot. Uh, stalky, stalky till you talky, talky. By the way, great line. Like it was all happening at one time. And I thought, wow, you are really trying to drive this narrative now, Angelie. Like you're really trying to twist it hard. Like the journo pro you are. I see you, sister. it's time for Cherry's Wellness Day. And you know what you do on Wellness Day? You have no drama, peace, love and light. You know what happened? The complete fucking opposite. Kyla and Janet were just taking jabs at each other. Ladies, ready? Left leg in front. Part of me wants to just connect, but I know that's against the rules. Janet, protect your face. You've spent a fortune. You don't want to fuck it up right. Don't you worry. Listen, darling, you haven't got any money to pay for yours, but the time will come. <laughs> and then that obviously transitioned into them meditating and Jackie and Janet talking. So I was really upset with um, Angelina. Pull your head in. You're not the boss, Kyla. Janet then went, Ugh, and gave her the finger. And she's like, fuck off. <laughs> I wouldn't know whether Kyla saw that actually. Janet, Jackie and Gamble really tried hard, but they wanted to have a bit of a conversation. You could tell that there was something a bit off with Gamble. I, look, I think they probably feel that I had something to do with Angeline not being here because I did give her a mouthful via text message and it was probably a bit much. <sighs> oh shit, Angeline's probably not at the wellness day because the text message, you know. I may have said stuff that probably wasn't flattering. I don't know, but I was drunk. What was in the text message? Basically that um, my heart and soul goes into everything that I do, and if she's bored, she's not working hard enough. Um, I, I, I was pretty unkind. I guess um, this is probably my fault. What has Gamble done that's so bad, man? I wouldn't not rock up to my best friend's charity event because of that. Trust me on that. I'm all for accountability. You know, if you can own your behaviour, you know what not to do next time. You know, it, it's okay. The ladies have wrapped up their namaste, peaceful, non-peaceful wellness day and decided to have something called a retox box, which I have never heard of, but now I want one. What do you need after a wellness day? A retox box. 
Okay, done with that. Are we, are we doing them in here or in the in the glassware? It's all about balance, right? <laughs> all about balance. <laughs> Does, did you put some in mine? Do you want more? Bloody no, hell, Cherry! I already gave you a dose. <laughs> Cherry is delighted to be retoxing her juice. Look at the look on her face. Cheers to you, Cherry. Thank it was a Cherry. fabulous day. Cheers. What Thank a you. fabulous Thank day. You. The conversation pivoted to Kyla getting a little bit upset. I'm going to find this really hard to do. I'm glad we've got a drink, all right. Angelie doesn't want to come back to the group anymore. She doesn't want to come back to the group. She doesn't want to come back to the group. Why are you crying? Now, I read all the texts, and some of them you said to her were very hurtful, Gamble. You called her a moron. I'm getting lugged with the blame for Angeline not being here. To use me as a scapegoat is just bullshit. Simone really raised a good point in that if Angeline wanted to confront the ladies and be the boss that she is when she's in those confessionals hurling insults, she should have turned up. Nip it in the bud have the conversation and move on. Angelique kind of just went, you know what, fuck yeah. Which is kind of sad. Gamble could have given Angelique some sort of relevancy in the music industry. You know, a good auto-tune pack and a nice band. I think Angelique's gone, fuck, this isn't what I signed up for, which is obviously revealed on social media, and she wanted out. Which would be a really interesting conversation that production would be having with her, because imagine this, right? She goes in and she goes, oh, I don't want to do this show anymore. And they go, fuck, well, we bought you this apartment. I still want to stay in it. Well, I'm sorry, you can't, you've got to leave. But I'm going to be homeless. Mm, that's not our problem. Stay, do the show, or go homeless. I know what I'd do. I'd stay and do the show in my makeshift production purchase department with all furniture provided by Capital Grand. All of that Capital Grand product placement, the drinking shots, just, and the, and the fact that the housewarming party was down at the pool, it was almost like it was an advertisement for the facilities for people to go and buy an apartment there, which is genius, by the way. And I don't know whether you guys also realised, but they actually shot some of the publicity shots in an apartment that looks similar at Capital Grand. So it was almost, yeah, like they were doing a, a deal, like we'll house this housewife who is living more above her means than normal. In a uh, breaking development, that apartment is now up for sale if you look at it on realestate.com. So it looks like they went, oi, runaway Bambi, shove out. That's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week, see you later.